0: All rights were gained for this podcast production, and all rights, not in actual wording, are completely reworded, avoiding plagiarism with my own narration. The following is a monologue. The Pope has gained lots of new attention this past week yet again, in his most recent statements that has non-Catholics gasping at every other thing the Pope says, which is just about every single thing the Pope actually says. This past week, Pope Francis, while being in the highest position in the Catholic Church, which is also known by actual Catholics as the Pontiff, which in the biblical connection comes from the Latin for pontifex, meaning bridge between God and man, or bridge between people and the Almighty, or high priest, which to the left means leftist nonsense, supported by non-Catholics being non-Catholic in the most non-Catholic, non catholically non-Catholic ways, which isn't actually Catholic, but actually means that we should burn every biblical-based theology that comes directly from Catholicism, and throw it into oblivion, possibly using a gigantic slingshot, borrowed and or stolen from a traveling circus. Just so that a priest can be gay, and Catholics that are non-Catholic, can do everything an actual Catholic would do, which might also involve sexually identifying as a dog, or possibly a sea creature of the deep, mostly found in Hades, according to Greek Hellenistic mythology, that isn't actually Catholic in origin, and a Catholic would actually not do. The Pontiff that is pontifly and perfectly not the Pontiff, why being the Pontiff every single millisecond, when he's busy going around to other countries shaking hands and declaring that every that even though he's in the highest position in the Catholic Church, that literally means judge over the Catholic Church, he actually cannot judge. And who is he to judge? Why also laying down church authoritative judgment, as long as the solution is doing absolutely nothing. And going along with whatever it is, which might be why a priest who also is a cardinal decided to marry to get out of his priesthood celibacy commitment, if in fact that priest that used to be a priest and is in fact a cardinal didn't get out of it in order to avoid horrible criminology that most priests today are accused of. And of course, there's also the adding fact yet again that Pope Francis won't answer a question when. In fact, it's a biblical question. The Pope mentioned to a young college student on the subject of transgenderism and homosexuality in the most conservative, pontiff-styled Catholic way possible, that God loves us the way we are in the form of the words, don't fight the good fight like Paul and the other apostles did, which is catholically the most non-Catholic Catholic way of putting it, which is what most conservative Catholics think of if you somehow get them confused with liberal atheists, whose favorite theology book is The God Delusion, written by Richard Dawkins that all Catholics enjoy, whom they all somehow mistook for Pope Benedict VI, who they tried and also thought was somehow the current Pope. This this was also done over the communication of a podcast in Italy, which I'm sure has a name, but due to the fact that in the U.S. people are still so illiterate to learn any new languages at all, that they probably won't find it, which is why NBC is hopeful that they won't find it, so that they can control their thinking more easily, since all they do is listen to sources like NBC and CNN, which will then keep them from the actual discernment, like non-Pontiff, Pontiff, Pope Francis, who will lay down biblical judgment. When he finally feels like it, in the form of not doing it, except when it's an actual biblical question, why people tend to confuse him somehow with Richard Dawkins. CNN has also released a brand new article entitled How to Confuse a Population of People into Believing that Religion Was Fashioned by Goons and Blokes Who Have More Intelligence Than We Do and the form of the words How Religion Uses QAnon to Lure Unsuspecting Christians Who Have Already Had Higher Intelligence Than Us the Whole Time. And this amazing article that was written with the help of a chat GPT, but just a stupider version of all the other chat GPTs, and the help of an orangutan holding a pencil and not doing anything else, which just just ended up turning out to be a writer at CNN, came up with the amazing concept that is completely true in a false way, like the false truth to them, that somehow pastors in Mississippi, you know, where all the social media influencers reside, and all the pseudo-mega-churches that are mostly in the form of Anglican and Free Methodist churches that have the most history in the entire state, to believe misinformation, like most of Hollywood, to be made up of a bunch of traffickers and criminals, made up by people in the field of police and criminology all over the state. That, of course, turned out to be true, because it's actually found out to be true by people actually in the police force and criminology all over the state while CNN fails to hide it. While CNN also covers up what CNN said by seeing what, saying what CNN was meant to say beforehand, which later on simply becomes an obvious cover up for what CNN said beforehand, which is what CNN told CNN not to say and the way CNN said it. While they lie about religion and church history, like someone going to conspiracy con who watches CNN and failed out of every church history class starting with Mississippi, which has all of those pseudo-mega churches ran by Justin Bieber in California, however, also still composed somehow of Anglican and Free Methodist churches in Mississippi. Or the other rumors that are completely baseless claims that pastors on pastoral ranks such as John Piper and Francis Chan, that people in Hollywood, meaning the left, perform satanic rituals and are secret traffickers why the accused actually are secret traffickers and actually are performing satanic rituals out in the open in the form of bowing to a statue of bayonet while sacrificing a green screen CGI goat in a music video which totally never ever happens until ASAP Rocky did it while the cameras were rolling the whole time. In order to get a bunch of likes, of course, on Instagram where all the pseudo mega churches in Mississippi watched and asked where they could get their own green screen CGI goat for themselves, although only the first part beforehand actually happened, before Cardi B threw a microphone at everyone, because everyone knows Anglican and Methodist churches cannot go a single day without the genius and musical ability of Cardi B's lyricist, which is obviously false, and perhaps a rumor of CNN to distract what CNN said earlier, which is what CNN didn't want CNN to say, which unfortunately CNN said, which the Pope probably approved of because it was the most non-Catholic thing that someone could possibly say why they get him somehow confused with Richard Dawkins. I'm Jonathan Dysart. This is the cult exclusive podcast show. is all about charity nowadays, but sometimes the term of charity is simply used by the left or other people to give to absurd causes. Charity Mobile is a phone company sporting the same last name as charity and completely lives up to the title of it. Since they not only give back to communities through it, but they also give to conservative values, go and purchase a plan under them today for only $30 per month with four lines, which is an unspeakable deal that pretty much nobody ever does, Get a plan with them today and support causes that you should actually be supporting. Alright, thanks so much for listening to the show today. Make sure to like and subscribe to the show and even rate the show if you so choose on Spotify, which is extremely easy to do and literally costs absolutely no money, a lot less money than getting into your car and going to the casino and losing all of your money. Of course, there's a chance that a Roman Legion officer might try to make you relocate as a result, <laughs> but at least it won't involve a Roman Imperial officer, that same Roman Imperial officer, coming directly to your house right after you refused to rate the show, imprisoning you as a result, which, of course, is the offense for not writing the show. I didn't exactly make that up. It, it just kind of sort of happens, and pretty sure there's a number of YouTube channels that claim it as well, but of course make sure you like and rate this show, and that will also get you subscribed so that when you go on Spotify, you will see instantaneously whenever I post a new episode. So big news for cardinals everywhere in the Catholic Church as normally, uh, big news for cardinals everywhere is basically the first statement of the day every single time in the Vatican itself and all over. Vatican City, and the nation of Italy. Now, of course, I'm not talking about cardinals, you know, on the baseball team, only perhaps that might be the favorite team of the Catholic priesthood. Who knows? I'm not I'm not really sure if they watch baseball. But this past week, according to AP News, a priest by the name of Bishop Howard Hubbard astonishingly astonishingly made the announcement that he would be overthrowing the bid that was recently overthrown, and denied uh, to get him out of the priesthood every single time cardinals or you know no, normal lower priests or anyone in the Vatican wants to get out of the church or they want to get out of their op- obligations say of celibacy which is really one of the more popular ones they have to throw up the bid and essentially they basically have to ask the Pope if they can leave which of course is what a lot of people pinpoint when they tried to claim that the Roman Catholic Church is actually one of the biggest cults in America, even though that's, you know, not exactly true whatsoever. It says Hubbard last fall said he wanted to be larcensed or returned to the lay state because he could no longer function as a priest due to the US church bars that accused priests from ministry. And it also you know, had relieved him or it would have relieved him of his celibacy obligations. But his request to the Vatican was rejected in March and he was encouraged to wait patiently while the seven civil lawsuits against him are resolved. So basically if you haven't been following this story, if you or you haven't been following yet another popular thing, unfortunately, that seems to be happening happening in the Catholic Church and has for a very very long period of time Uh, Hubbard is one of the many priests also accused unfortunately of sexual assault against children which is completely horrible and completely just brutally vile just one of the most horrific things that can possibly happen to literally anyone who's ever lived in the world today and he has seven civil lawsuits against him meaning seven whole cases have been filed by multiple people. Now, truthfully, having a ministry uh, barring to an extent, of course, on this type of subject is a good thing. There are lots of camps out there, both Catholic and Protestant, and of course there have been a lot of scenarios and issues and problems that have happened with this subject as well as other subjects related to, of course, alcoholism and other drugs and other type of varying things Happening and going on as in the line of drug dealing and in the line of problematic issues with people just blatantly doing the wrong thing. Of course, this is a good thing to do that you actually bar someone from ever attaining that job again systematically. And of course, that should be in a lot of jobs today. But the issue is when people are actually accused and it actually didn't happen. And thus, of course, if you have all of the companies borrowing you because you were accused of it, well, then you'll probably just never work again. Of course, that is something horrific to happen to a man, and men often deal with that today, even if you just simply walk into a gym or you walk into a grocery store sometimes. it, it It would completely... Uh, be, I don't know what's what's going on with my words today, It's it's another one of those days, but it can be completely assumed that a man can have a decent likelihood of dealing with this if he simply walks out in public. And of course, women have an equal ordeal having to deal with people who actually would kidnap them and throw them in a white van. So really, these two problems are just as horrifically bad as each of the others. But think how this would affect Christian Catholicism if everyone who can get into the church did this all the time. Satanism actually implies that this is a good thing, which of course is obviously one of the most horrendous, most vile actions imaginable, as we stated before. And of course, that's what Satanism is, and it's what the left actually implores and what the left actually thinks is okay and it's they they assume that it's just one other type of religious mindset similar to if you went into Mexico and they have Catholicism over there and then they have uh, they have other forms of Catholicism and other forms of religiosity over there so it's just another thing to respect but of course this isn't something to respect and I've said this probably at least five times But this comes directly out of the Vatican, and all of the imagery that they have, all of those objects that they have, all of the satanic things that they have, it's making priests fall to this easier. And of course, obviously you have to have those things locked away, you definitely shouldn't just have them in the middle of everyone, but that's one of the reasons why this is happening. And the left, and everyone else who is non-religious somehow, has to realize this. Everything that stands for something, obviously stands for something. And as a reasoning, we have to completely blot out every single type of satanic attribute from every single aspect of life, in order to actually restrict these sexual assaults and these evil things from happening. Also, it's hard to tell if he actually did this action, of course, considering the lawsuits, since there are seven current lawsuits pending against him, and of course some people say, well, yeah, there's seven lawsuits pending against him, doesn't that actually mean that he didn't, does not actually mean he did it? Well, a majority of the people who have actually done such a thing normally have had a decent amount less, which is scary to think about. Most of them have only had one, two, or three most of the time, and then everything, of course, blows up and everything's found out, which is why it's so important that the millisecond, someone has even one type of uh, accusation, that everything be completely looked over and completely reviewed. And of course, that's one major stumbling block to Catholicism that the Vatican has not done the best job as. Whereas here, this isn't saying, of course, he didn't, but he has seven charges, which again, this is an exaggerating figure, but strangely enough, seven is the perfect number, and it's just a strange thing how it's the number seven instead of the number five, um, the number five or the number which, of course, is another sacred number. Th- this isn't exactly the strongest of arguments, but it just is kind of strange how he has seven against him versus five hundred or versus only one. But of course, it's an extreme double-edged sword, and it doesn't exactly straightforwardly prove anything. But of course, this is why being forced to stay celibate is not the smartest idea. Because sexual desire, of course, is 100% so persistent. Jesus did it, of course, because he was also God. And of course, being married, just like the adults that, of course... Not sexually, but through a marital connection besides sex, allowed him to be born into the world through the Holy Spirit of God, this would be a step in the wrong direction. And of course, Gnostically and other theologically wise individuals would say that that would apply sort of an unleveled version of his humanity uh, when it comes to his godly nature. So then, of course, that would complicate things and it might mess up somewhat of the plan in order to save all of nature and in order to save all of society. But the normal person cannot actually function well when it comes to celibacy. It's generally a lot of people tend to think of celibacy only in singleness versus celibacy their whole entire lives. Celibacy can be good if a person, say, has homosexual feelings as any true Catholic would say, but it can be a double-edged sword as well that can be used for good and used for evil. Perhaps this is also the reason besides the evil in the Vatican for the high amount of sexual abuse in the church as well, because historically some of the popes and some of the higher-up cardinals and others did horrible things, or at the very least in the situations that weren't as bad necessarily, such as simply breaking their chastity covenants at any given moment when the doors were closed, Or when it comes to a certain pope, throw a certain type of party in the middle of the Vatican halls that kind of looks similar to a Little John concert. But keep in mind, he has a woman actually. If you read this article on EP, he has a a woman. He has a woman in his life. And he says she was helping him through all this. And of course, that's kind of bizarre and strange. Obviously, there are terrible, terrible, terrible people. This is why there are real traffickers out there, both men and women, or man man and woman, male and female. Of course, anyone potentially on an ethical, philosophical scale can have the ability to do the worst of the worst things, but it's kind of sort of strange how he has a wife who is Catholic, why he's in the Catholic Church, and she's still okay with being with him, even though he's being accused of this. Because absolutely no woman would be okay with actually dating someone accused of something sexually abusive at any point. And of course, why would she be okay with this unless she 100% was completely convinced of his innocence and she knew he was innocent? Also, still keeping in mind, yes, people can still do completely, terribly horrible things, both when they're not married, when they're celibate, when they are married, when they've been married for 50 years. But this is something to keep in mind. Sometimes celibacy can become secret celibacy, meaning it can become secret sin, which of course isn't necessarily celibacy. So not only do people need to be strong, but they actually have to have God involved in the celibacy instead of just taking a simple human-based oath. Now, someone might also bring up what I said before, that this woman could just be enjoying the time and money and taking advantage of the situation, as some women, and technically lots of women, tend to do sometimes, taking part, but however, she's apparently supporting him, even though he's also bankrupt. He, he's literally been bankrupt, which is why he was actually trying to leave the Vatican. And of course this is another type of strange conception when it comes to the Vatican priests. Because Vatican priests can very much so go bankrupt. If they are accused of this type of thing and it didn't actually happen, they go bankrupt anyway. Why some priests that actually do do this aren't bankrupt and they're the richest that they could possibly be. So of course it can completely screw over a priest exponentially. So that being said, the sacrament of marriage 100% I think should apply. Because if you are married as a priest and you have a marital bond to someone else, then not only are you particularly in a way potentially less likely to do something like this in reality, but you also have that connection to someone else as you do to God. And of course, obviously for people who aren't priests, who aren't Orthodox Catholic, who aren't Roman Catholic, who aren't in the church at all, people can always realize and see that when you have only yourself in the midst of the world, it's not as easy to actually follow God. Of course, versus when you have a pleasant and completely productive and qualified wife helping you to do that. This is what it means to be Catholic. Following God with the sacraments, using every sacrament for him, and of course not being caught up in something like this, which of course is completely unsustainable, horrific, and vile. Okay, going to our other news story today, clearly All of us know of at least one celebrity that has either the IQ of three or a celebrity that is completely crazy out of their mind and crazy rich or potentially a celebrity that's extremely intelligent and completely deserves our respect due to their intelligence but also sort of somewhat lives on the edge half the time. Recently, there was a rapper by the name of Little Dirk, whom I don't think I've really listened to much of his music, even though I do listen to rap from time to time. And I also am just now learning that his nickname is Little Dirk and his rapper for his name Dante, which I was not aware is a nickname for Dirk because it's not. In other words, it might be the most simple and yet confusing rapper name out there. But recently he has been in the crossfire of an insane court case known as the YSL court case that was basically where Young Thug had a number of hitmen and a number of rappers that were drug smuggling and they were basically their own drug cartel he got caught for it with a bunch of drugs in his car and you know the normal story going on with the court system there but apparently Little Dirk might have been involved, and most likely was, due to the fact that he exposed Gunna for doing that, which is another rapper that I actually have heard of, but still haven't listened to much of his music. And of course, this case is really, really questionable, and often this should open up people's eyes to faith, and should open up people's eyes to actually following the faith. Versus just tattooing something on your body or wearing some sort of specific necklace as some people do. And still not really practicing what apparently you state to be practicing. According to one of the websites on brandnewwhip.com, which of course is the website I used to look up whenever I was you know, getting super deep into cars because I'm not at all a super deep car guy as well as other sites on the same focus following this apparent drama, however real or fake it might be, but sometimes unfortunately is completely real. He took a plea deal by telling investigators that Gunna in fact was involved, and of course, how is he to know unless both of them are? This isn't, of course, the first time that this has happened, and of course, it definitely won't be the last, but of course it is one of the major first times that some major rapper out there has, at least in a while, not completely the first time, but at least in a while, that a rapper has claimed the faith of Islam for their actions, and at the same time has literally been involved with a gang lifestyle. Of course, some people could make the strange follow-up connection and just simply say that a gang lifestyle is basically the same as Sharia law but obviously of course that person pretty much might be one of those celebrities that calls himself a celebrity but in actuality has an IQ of 3 now of course very quickly we have to get down to the details when it comes to the actuality of the some of the Quran verses to actually see if following a lifestyle of the gangs is exactly well within the concept and discretion of any type of religiosity, and particularly Islam today. Now we're going to look at two of them really quick in association with the story that I guess some people might consistently confuse with a gang lifestyle, I don't know. but In the Quran, verses 5, 135, it says, Oh, you have been O O you who have believed, have been persistently standing firm in justice, whereas for Allah, even if it be against yourselves or parents or relatives. Whether one is rich or poor, Allah is worthy of both, so follow not personal inclination, lest you not be judged." So in case that verse from the Quran somehow sounds like sipping on syrup on the Bugatti while scamming credit cards for the Ferrari or whatever type of rap music uh, a lyric might come to your mind, the thought of the YSL situation was still a bit worse than the theological interpretation of this passage. It's of course completely worse. It's not at all the same thing. It's not. A, it's not at all. To be considered at all within this verse. You can't at all pl- plant that type of context in the religiosity and then just simply call yourself a Muslim. Similar at the same time, and I've said this all the time basically, that you cannot be a pastor and yet not believe the Bible. Just as you can't be a Mormon and you can't believe Mormon theology. This is, of course, a deepened schism in the Muslim community when it comes to scholars because the Shia interpret this passage to mean violence that must be done, while the Sunni just interpret it as complete symbolism. Of course, in the passage, it does say that you are to promote justice, which technically means violence, against parents or relatives if you're supposed to. But of course, it has absolutely nothing to do with the gang lifestyle, and that is completely detached. And of course, in the law, you're entitled to do what is most holy to Muslims, and what is actually most lawful. Because at the same time, that's what Sharia law actually is. Yet another verse found in the text of Sharia Quran, verse 480, actually states the following. It says, whoever obeys the messenger obeys Allah, and of course the messenger is supposed to be Muhammad, and whoever turns away, we have not sent you to lead over them. So of course, you have to look to the messenger in this type of religiosity, and you have to look to Allah in this type of religiosity. You can't just mildly quote, you know, that you go to a mosque sometimes, similar to how a Faith Christian can quote and say that he goes to a church sometimes and elect to be a completely perfect follower. You have to actually entitle yourself to the faith belief system, which of course is not at all a mirroring image here. The point is just as the Catholic Church or Christian Protestant Church does not stand for drug rings, neither should Muslim mosques, even though that is a problem within some sorts of parts of the geographical environment where Muslim uh, faith is extremely popular. Of course, the religious practices should not be covered up by earthly practices that are completely not only humanistic, but also criminal. Now there's a picture that was posted also that for the majority of Muslims would also be considered extremely out of line, but there is a post on Twitter, I believe it was on Twitter and as well as a couple other of uh, online sites but essentially Lil Dirk was sitting in a mosque next to the people that he says he prays with and the people that mentor him in the Muslim faith. And this is of course another controversy when it comes to Christianity and Catholicism. Because Little Dirk, if you didn't already know, has a lot of tattoos. He has tattoos all the way up his arms. And by the way, he's seated, as some of them tend to seat themselves in Islam. You can see all of his tattoos. Now, of course, on this question, you know, Christianity and Catholicism have different points and pinpoints on tattoos when it comes to interpretation. But Islam 100% does not. Because Islam completely states that tattoos are 100% evil and they are not intended to be marked on the body. And it's even stated that tattoos by a number of theologian scholars in Islam, pretty much the majority of them, say that this is completely out of place and it 100% should not stand. In Christian Catholicism, the majority of Christians of today's generation would say that it's okay while well, the majority of traditional Christians from Free Methodism, United Methodism, Wesleyanism around would say it's not, as well as definitely Baptist, because Baptist half the time just completely goes against this new generation. And Catholics are pretty much split on it 50-50, depending on what their Catholic tradition is and how often they go and if they're actually Catholic or not, as I've said before. But for Islam, it's different. Most, on both sides of the argument, would focus on the subject of voodoo and then Muslim religion, not to be confused with voodoo. This is, of course, the purification rite of Muslims, and it is done by the washing of hands, your feet, your mouth, and your arms, three times each, before praying. In other words, to purify yourself before prayer. So, most would argue, and again, the vast majority in theology, when it comes to Islam that you cannot even pray as a result of permanent tattooing on your arm and of course other parts of your body. And they would say ultimately that it's completely detestable due to the fact that you have said, marked up something that is Allah's. Now of course I've not studied enough into the subject of voodoo potentially and definitely not voodoo because I'm not going to study that. But as much uh, as those scholars who actually practice the faith. Going across on this subject, we cannot be sure that Lil Dirk even knows this aspect of Islam. Of the other people that actually study Islam, completely 100% know it with their PhDs and their studies and their nationality and their religiosity that they practice throughout their lives. But it almost appears as if Lil Dirk is just another celebrity that wants to choose and decipher something and wants to just jump on the bandwagon for a certain religion due to the fact that Hollywood is basically a train running off the train tracks into a volcano before it completely explodes. That's essentially the lifestyle of people in Hollywood. And of course, just like this scenario, causes people to fly off the rails and just simply choose something. Not look into theology, not completely truly understand Just simply choose something. And often, it's either a pseudo version of a religious faith, or it's just an occult version of any religious faith. Ultimately, that's what normally and mostly happens when celebrities do this. When they say they're Christian, when they say they're Catholic, they'll often mix it with voodoo, or mix it with Buddhism, or they'll mix it with some form of spirituality, And of course, that also comes sometimes with alcoholism, sometimes with drug use, and just, in a sense, as I said before, the lifestyle of Hollywood. The point is celebrities need religion practice more often, sometimes, than we do as normal humans, as well as everyone else just 100% needing it all throughout the world. Since the process of money, as we have seen in the YSL case, has confused and corrupted as well as made them more disinterested in any religion other than the occult. Of course, this has to stop, and celebrities actually need to get the correct and holified interpretation of religions. Hopefully he comes to know true faith, completely disrupted by media and disrupted by demonic Hollywood. And 100% since you know I'm biased for Christian Catholicism, hopefully he looks into that and figures that out. of everyone drinks coffee when it comes to statistics. And of course, since that's the case, you know there's some people who know everything about their coffee and people who know little about their coffee. And of course, that ends up making you drink the crappy I don't want to be here at work Monday type of cup of coffee. But of course, if you want to ignore that and avoid that, then you have to drink Black Rifle, which of course was started by a Green Beret in the military, and supports Second Amendment rights. Try their AK-47 dark roast today and make your boring, horrible cup of coffee on Monday become an extremely awesome cup of coffee every single solitary day. So for the longest time, CNN acted like any other news station, just on the left and with full entire leftist perspectives. However, if people are biased in a certain opinion, which realistically is what opinion actually means, then at least they would mention that or talk it up as if it's clearly swaying in some sort of decisionary factor or some sort of direction. But in a recent couple of years, leftist media, with CNN being the most frequent user of this for some reason, has openly decided to make further attempts at brainwashing people into believing that religion is the problem, even though religion in the world is the reason why the world is the way it is. Back in the earliest periods recorded in history all over the world, caves as an example are inscribed, marked, carved, and re-inscribed, and have pictures that not only are in duplicated forms, but are completely communicating the interpretations of the beginning of the universe in different multiple ways and of course while at the same time dictating laws and customs through lengthy writings rewritten over thousands upon thousands and thousands of years from every culture all stating that there's a god and he is the creator with great might or pretending on the religion that they all come from depending on the faith viewpoint and perspective polytheistic gods with great power might and great creation ability and great might of course not the same types of people who from the monologue might represent themselves sexually as a dog or a hellenistic creature from the deeps of the ocean and the depths of the ocean from hellenistic greek culture which of course is also fictitious to that extent not the creature part but the leftist weird aspects part anyway the institutions of religion which again religion has to be in order in order to function in any society no matter how developed it is have formed the basis of everything we know today depending on the culture that of course you find yourself traveling in cnn of course hates the fact that the world has to have creation and has to have a creation story and has to have religion involved and they published an article claiming that the whole of religion is, of course, the classic made-up word of QAnon, and pushed for people to simply not only trust corrupt governments and political systems, but throughout all religions inside religions that formed the governments that CNN, of course, claims you should trust, because that makes sense. First, they mentioned a pastor in Mississippi who decided that they should look up QAnon conspiracy theories, of course that's how CNN puts it, with his wife, and of course they later try to mention how baseless the claims are, by saying, although QAnon's conspiracy theories are baseless, they align that a famous actor is a secret sex trafficker, and a leading democrat participated in satanic rituals, which are extreme dangers to the movement that they pose in very real time. Now, if you look into even mildly any of these attributes, you'll actually see that that's not false, but true all the time. Most people who say that there's no way that Democrats participate in satanic rituals, then all you have to do is look up what Moloch and Baal sacrifices are, because if Babylonians and Moabites were straightforwardly saying, this is a statue of the devil, when they were doing their practices, of course it'd be obvious, and of course they don't say that. But you can also easily replace that with removing the parts of a baby and completely killing them through abortions. Because of course, that is the same real reason why you're even doing that. You're simply killing to kill, which of course wasn't even the point of the Babylonians and Moabites. They were killing because they believed that it would help them in battle and they would help their communities. But in this sense, the way to help communities apparently today, It's just simply to kill people for no reason, other than wanting to keep money for yourself or wanting to selfishly take part in sexuality. Quite clearly, nobody would walk into a house, as an example, looking around with their real estate agent and see a woman putting an infant in the fire and think, oh, what a nice community. What a chill hobby. That's absolutely what no human being would ever say with a straight face at any point only we have our version of that doing the same thing, literally the same thing only it's with medical vacuum devices and medical drugs and tools used to kill the innocent versus a fire shrine in, in the form of a hospital clinic which of course is our form of ritualistic temples nowadays CNN even somehow stoops low enough to say that it's dangerous to call people out who are doing evil vile things they literally say that, they say it's completely dangerous to claim that demonic stuff is influencing Hollywood. It's dangerous. It's dangerous to even make that claim. Yet at the same time, as we've seen the past couple weeks, all we do is see celebrities walk around with satanic crosses on their heads, covered in the weirdest of the weird, or perhaps not even covered up in clothing at all, but simply writing, I'm a worshipper of Satan on their chest, flunting around and lip-syncing to some stupid song that they didn't even write. And of course, CNN stoops even lower because they actually tried to attack an actual ministry because they wanted to claim that they were QAnon. Of course, since the left and the world in general enjoys uprooting faith, this is the whole reason why they do it. They say this in the article. They say, quote, There's even a movement led by Indiana-based Omega Kingdom Ministry to merge QAnon thought processes with Christianity by merging QAnon texts with Bible texts, unquote. Only, of course, the author literally doesn't even give any varying descriptions as to how the Bible and QAnon thought processes are actually being merged in any way, shape, or form. They give zero examples, and they give absolutely, positively, no connections whatsoever. They just simply give a statement without interpretation. And it's almost as if you can seemingly silently read a book, according to that logic, and not even speak out loud. And the first event that will happen is that you get an angry crowd that doesn't like the fact that your book says Holy Bible on the hardcover before they accuse you of doing something illegal. And their article, quote, if you're looking for the Great Awakening in QAnon, this is the right place for you." Unquote. And that that's literally what they say about the Omega ministry. Now, of course, I 100% have not completely looked into them. I'm not 100% qualified right now to say whether or not they're prosperity gospel or some sort of cult. I haven't really looked into it 100%. But not only is this defamation, but... It's just flat out wrong. They don't mention QAnon. They don't mention end of the world. Get your rations. You know, build five more houses for your family. You know, the government's gonna kill you. They don't mention any of that type of stuff. They don't mention any part of it whatsoever. Of course, the same people who don't believe in the soul say that QAnon is bad for the soul. while at the same time, not even mentioning what the bad thing for the soul aspect is they don't even mention what qanon means and of course if you go to the main website on omega it actually says in child trafficking which of course clearly is talking about the actual horrible crime and of course that's that's not qanon that that actually happens This this is just them claiming that that's horrible conspiracy theory, and they say that's dangerous. It's dangerous to say that that's taking place. No, it's dangerous that it happens and it shouldn't happen to begin with. That's what should be happening, that shouldn't happen to begin with, and it leads you to wonder why in the world won't CNN admit it's happening, and why the world won't CNN. Admit that it's a problem. Of course, going directly on the Omega Kingdom Ministry website, it actually says right at the top, and of course, this is what they say is and on apparently, it says, Omega Kingdom Ministry. And in the middle, it says, Disciplining a nation by training and coaching leaders to begin home congregations one community at a time. We are training leaders to lead others in our Christian walk. This site is designed to be a resource center to equip you in developing home congregations, and then it puts, and then it puts the Greek there, the ecclesia ecclesia in your community. Please watch the introductory bootcamp video to learn about this bootcamp training and coaching course. More courses are being developed to bring you ongoing training, coaching, and equipping. So if this is 100% an actual Christian ministry, all that is saying is that they're teaching you to make congregations in your household. Teaching you to make congregations in your communities versus just blindly walking around smoking a vape pen and not knowing what the hell is going on. It's not QAnon, and QAnon again is not a thing. This is what the government is doing. They're, clear, they're clearly demonizing Christianity, and at the same time, again, demonizing Christianity. They have celebrities walk around dressed as a demon, and they think that's fine. And the millisecond you want to make actual congregations in your community, they demonize you. This 100% is completely, unquestionably the opposite that should be happening. The complete opposite thing that people should be worshipping. And of course, something that CNN should probably answer to as to why exactly they think good is evil and evil is good. Pinpointed, we should be making communities into congregations. And after making congregations, we should make congregations out of those congregations. So lastly here, in another instance of a Catholicism-related topic, Pope Francis chose this past week to elect for the worldwide Catholic view attributed by everyone that doesn't go to actual church, stating that transgenderism, although he thinks some years ago and pretty much the whole time, that transgenderism, quote, is one of the most dangerous ideologies known to man, and pretty much, yeah, that exact wording, speaking to a young man who wants to become a woman and who wants to be a woman, who said he was torn between transgenderism and the Catholic faith. And of course, you wonder what he should choose when he's in fact Catholic. The Pope's response, God loves us the way we are. And that of course is his reckless love, unquote. And of course, firsthand, this almost seems like a perfectly reasonable statement to interject until you hear what he says later on. Of course, that same statement being something that the left always says in relation to just throw the Bible out the window. He also said, who am I to judge which basically makes him the judge-worthy non-judge of the Catholic Church judge position that ever judged anybody not being judged. In other words, he's telling this man to do the exact same thing and throw the Bible out the window. This is the same exact argument that's not only used by the left in politics, but it's the same exact argument frequently used by people with no religious attribution who completely want to uproot Christianity and Catholicism out of their lives. Of course, from last week, when me and my audience went over the whole Antichrist dreams from a certain Instagram account that continues to brand the end times as a falling asleep moment and then watching Obama give some sort of speech and then mix it together with weird confusion that's not in the Bible, it's not a surprise that people might as well have dreams about the Pope being the Antichrist considering he does all this. Why, of course, being the main leader of the papal authority, but then just acting as if he is just any sort of left-wing politician. NC- NCB News also decided that the Pope should probably say even more false statements concerning Catholicism, as they always tend to do, when continuing to criticize yet praise the Church depending on the history and the politics being incorporated, stating, quote, conservatives have contested Francis for being more welcoming and less judgmental in his attitude towards the LGBTQ plus community, although he constantly refers to traditional Catholic teaching that says same-sex attraction is not sinful, but same-sex acts are. Yeah, um, no. That's that's a completely wrong above statement. It's 100% false. Because the Catholic Church actually says same-sex attraction is a sin, and same-sex attractions are sin as well as a matter of fact the catholic church attributes same-sex attraction to literal demons as it actually should be and there are actually traditional prayers to go against those traditional evil, evil demons that a long time ago were thought to be the cause of homosexuality and completely it. the wrong, the statement above is completely wrong obviously catholics have actually never thought this way and it's not a catholic teaching whatsoever to actually assume that only same-sex acts are completely sinful the whole of the topic is sinful the whole of the action is sinful and of course you cannot be catholic and actually disagree with that claim just like back in history when half the time you couldn't disagree with the catholic church and actually still be in line with them and actually still be a resource to them and be someone who actually attends the church institution and actually worships all the way back in past centuries. The whole Catholic viewpoint goes back to the period in this uh, point of history with uh, religiosity concerning homosexuality of the 12th century AD. Of course, a large amount of recording by the source of our best buddies over at hrc.org or Human Rights Campaign which human rights are obviously good, but they're just imploring that type of thing for their leftist-wing agendas. But it again comes to the Church of True Catholicism, and tradition must be foundational, not interchangeable. But of course, the HRC.org thinks it should be completely interchangeable. HRC states that there are now two forms of Catholicism, one being old Catholics and the newer independent Catholics course yes you heard that correctly apparently old Catholics are supposed to overwhelm the new and at the same time I don't know perhaps when that actually happens it'll be the New World Order but particularly you have to discern true faith and true history in the Catholic realm you have to understand that this 100% cannot stand and we can and not only can we not do it but history didn't do it History didn't accept it, and no longer should any people who claim to be Catholic actually accept it either. This, of course, is not kicking people to the curb, it's not kicking people out, it's not telling people they can't associate with God, and of course, it definitely isn't saying that they cannot pray like we did before. Homosexual people should pray, straight people should pray, and individuals that feel far from God definitely should pray. But however, doing a certain attribute that completely uproots Christianity is obviously the opposite of Christianity. And opposites, in this sense, unlike the classic phraseology when it comes to relationships, don't attract. Because in religious terms, they don't. And in relational terms, they don't really either. Now very quickly for the last part in the comment section. Uh, Someone says, How can there, and that's actually his name, someone says, How can there really be a connection between aliens and demons? Show me some proof. Well, actually, in uh, the Satanic Temple, as it's called, which is horrible and no one should associate with them, but they actually say, or, or they actually uphold confusion to be good. In a sense, you can actually talk to a lot of Satanists and... They will actually tell you that God doesn't exist despite the fact that real demons in the Bible are recorded to completely be in fear and completely flee just at the simple name of Christ and just flee by seeing that Christ is you know, standing in the same environment as them. So it makes sense that aliens are demonic because the whole alien agenda ideology, if you will, is people being confused and not knowing what's going on. And, of course, that's one major way to connect them to demonology because demons want you to be confused. Uh, if cults are so bad, then why is the Catholic Church set up to look like one? Okay, yeah, so that's what I was talking about before, and that comment comes from please.net 44 which also a very good name, I guess. But the Catholic Church is not a cult for two reasons. One, because they go against the occult, too, because you know it's, it's actually a scenario throughout history that persuaded people to be christian all throughout the world and of course that's not what cults do they actually want to add on random thought processes to what they adhere to and of course they steal everything from main or minor religions before adding on the animosity to the whole thing but also due to the fact that they are actually following attributes of the Bible. They have far more actual biblical standards than simple cults do. For instance, we went over the Jehovah's Witnesses recently, and they, their epistemology is completely off. Yet, when you go into a Catholic church, they are some of the closest when it comes to epistemology. And a lot of churches are much closer to epistemology than cults, of course, if that answers your question, that's just three answers to that. Uh, uh, so another question says if you say that drugs are so problematic for the church why is alcohol okay exactly so that's, that's a good question most people actually ask that and I only have a little bit more time to answer this but in short it's similar to the whole religious history aspect of the Catholic Church and other churches in particular you can't use marijuana for Christianity and of course There is some aspect of THC involved in Judaism or what they did all the way back in that day in history, but it's widely able to confuse you. Whereas having the low alcohol content also doesn't, for one, confuse you, but it's also in connection to the Eucharist and it goes completely with the culture. So the main strong point is that it's attached to the culture mainly and it's just not something brought up by brain in America. And with that, that's our show. Thanks for all the questions. Thanks for listening. I will talk to you uh, very soon this week. Take care.